Welcome to the stripped down know nothing podcast focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right. Whether they make you want to cry or sing from Canada dry to township of King, we're it's all been done. The podcast. He's got my fake nudes. It's my co-host Evan. My life's looking up because he's bringing all this sunshine to these dusty rooms, even though he took the night. And he'll never give it back. It's my ghost saker. <laughs> it's my co-ghost saker. My co-ghost. Do you think... Sh- I'll are kill we- you someday. Yeah. Uh, well, you are a ghost, correct? Yeah. There's only one way this pod can end, and that's murder-suicide. And that's murder-suicide. Murder-ghost-suicide. It's very scary. Uh, did you do all the... Did you program that beforehand? What? The Where you did all the names of the songs? No, I just said all the ones I could remember. That was very good. I remembered I wanted- four of them. <laughs> I wanted to call you. I wanted to say, Looking Up was on the last album. But no, it was just early enough. Yeah, on this it's, album I think it's like the f- yeah. It's it felt like it was on the last album. He's bringing it home. It's him and I against the, the world. world. We're watching the Northern Lights in while we township. Talk- the Northern Lights to was my the last episode. Gordon, it's <laughs> my co-host Evan. Um, wow, wow, wow! This is it, Ev. He's a big old bag of bones. <laughs> He's got twenty twenty hindsight. Um, this is the second to last album. Yeah. Are you sad? No. You didn't let me finish. Okay. <laughs> that your parents are dead. Uh, yes. Okay, good. There, yes, I'm, yes. I'm happy. Um, yeah, boy. Thanks for bringing that up again. I We're- like to start every podcast on a real down note <laughs> so I can remember my dead parents. What's the saddest thing? You know, this is the last album that is produced by Gavin Brown, our our big boy producer. Oh, no. What are, we, what are they going to do without somebody like... Um, could you guys stop for one second? Um, take off your pants. I want to suck all your dicks. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of interesting things to tell you about this album. It's keep pen, keep going. Keep going. Ultimate album. I am not interested Last yet. Devin Brown. Okay. Uh, the it's a, a purple album. Like it's got purple on the front of it. Mm-hmm. Um, came out in 2017. This is our last Brandon Ladies album we're covering that came out in 2017. <laughs> <laughs> That's. Sort of true, because we are going to talk about Stephen Page today. Did which... that come out? Did, did Heal Thyself Part 2 come out in 2017 it as well? It sure did. Oh, the dueling albums. Dueling albums. And I cannot wait to compare them, because I think it's a it's an interesting comparison to it take. It is. They were both uh, pretty eclectic, as far as the musical stylings went. I don't think that's true. I don't think the Bare Naked Ladies took a lot of risks with this album. I thought they especially did. Interesting. And I've mentioned it several times More in the pod than... to lay the groundwork for when I say they were eclectic <laughs> musically. More than, say... One of their old albums? Yeah, I, I remember I had compared this to to Gordon a couple times. That's so fucking... When I look through the I mean, track it's less list... Like, it's less like, you know, tongue-in-cheek folk music, but like, Bag of Bones, weird. But yes. Name one other song. No, there was a, they, were, they were experimenting with other sorts of... Um, they did one song that was vaguely 80s, and you were, you were mm, jerking off about that. Yeah, I was jerking <laughs> off. Canada Dry, boring pop. Yeah. Bring It At Home, boring pop. Hmm. Invisible Fence, boring hmm. facile pop. <laughs> Looking up, terrible pop. <laughs> like Aww. most, of, I mean, it wasn't terrible. It was whatever. But most of this album is just like Snooze Village. You know what? Actually, I'm revising Snooze my rankings right Village. now <laughs> because I had it up higher than it should be. I actually did have it up pretty high too. Now let me take a look at my ratings. Okay, all right, we're both <laughs> revising on the fly. Uh, I don't know. Hard to say. No, I'm pretty actually comfortable with how, where I've got it. Okay, I I didn't I didn't do what I normally do and break it down song by song to get those numbers mm-hmm. uh, because I had this week off of school and therefore I didn't do any work for this podcast because that's when I do all the work. Um, so uh, so I'm just, 
arbitrarily. Township of King was also kind of musically eclectic. That was a, a piece nick with the penny farthing. Yeah. No penny whistle. That's yeah. what I meant to say. Yeah. Though Kevin, I think, was riding a penny farthing when he was playing it. Oh, on this God. Side. I don't think Kevin's allowed on a penny farthing. I think that's too high for him. Oh, he gets too scared. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Can you guys hold my legs? I need to be on the bottom bunk because if I'm on the top <laughs> bunk of the tour bus, I get too scared to sleep. Um,. I don't know. Is there anything you want to say about this album as a whole? You thought it was ex- as experimental was, as Gordon. No, you fucking I it was, weirdo. I, th- I said that they did some sim- they did some similar experimentation to their old stuff, as opposed to like Silverball, where it was just all straight down the plate pop stuff, and maybe and like some and some like dipping your toes in electronica slash techno. Hard know. to argue with that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, what else was on Silverball? Hold on. We need to go back one okay, album. Okay. Hold on, hold on. We had um, Duct Tape Heart. Okay, straight <laughs> pop. One of the worst songs I've ever written. Um, yeah, you're right. Uh, it, that's I, I was thinking I mean, Silver Ball was the one with two songs that were exactly the same. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> Andori's Fan Pizza Palace. Jesus Christ. Which is why I'm pretty sure it's my last, my <sighs> least favorite VNL album. Silver Ball is so fucking bad. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like this, they're just, we're in the, I can only hope that we end with a bang. Do you think we will end with a bang or do you think we'll end with a whimper? Having heard flip already. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. We will talk about it. Time. This is, this is uh, implying that, 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 um, Detour de Force is BNL's last album. They will never put out another album. That's true. But for this podcast, we don't have to cover another album for probably three years. That's great kind of is because when when they do release another album we're going back to weekly mm. episodes we mm. have to <laughs> well, our kids for, will be for three months our kids will be off to college by then yeah yeah we don't have to worry about i'll it. be uh, little little lucius will be studying um violin at some conservatory and little enzo will we'll be, be studying violence, violence. <laughs> yes. we'll be training for the uh battle creek brawl that's right and boy when they face off we'll see if music truly can uh, soothe the savage beast. enzo kiss Sorry? Oh, oh, you're making a Battle Creek brawl reference. Talk about a narrow cast. <laughs> um, so, uh, all right, well, do we want to actually actually get into this album here? Ah, sure, fine. All right. Let's do it. Um, I mean, it's not like this. these epi- these wrap-up episodes are short. So, yeah, these are usually the longest. Let's talk about, uh, well, should we resequence first? Or how do we yeah, do it? We resequence. And then we do. Great. Okay. We rate the album okay. albums as a whole, okay. and then we uh, talk about whatever bullshit album some okay. other BNL has done. All right. Um, fake nudes wrap up. Fake nudes resequence. Here's what's funny to me: they released a vinyl for fake nudes, right? Hilarious how, already. How dare they? <laughs> Off the bat. Well, I mean, vinyl's back, baby. Vinyl's back. Not just. Let me tell you how upset I am that vinyl is back. Detour de Force mm-hmm. has a is only on vinyl. Has a B side. Uh huh. That is only on the vinyl. And nobody gives a shit about Naked Ladies enough nowadays to have ripped it or to have put it as MP3 anywhere on the internet. So it, I cannot access it. It's just gone. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh. It's sad. That pleases me. It does not please That's, me. Something would, is beyond your reach. I would have loved to cover that. I do, I do feel genuinely angry when i find something that's beyond my reach because we live in the internet now the internet, it's like yes. it's like yes what did ellen degeneres have for dinner on the night that she sat with president bush in the like right? and it's like what how dare you not have the information i need well, like you just you feel like everything should be at your fingertips forever yes and mostly you use it to look up 
you know, pornography. Really? Yeah. <laughs> no, well, I don't look up pornography. <laughs> well, you just it's, have it? It's fed to Do me. Do you download? Oh, okay. You're one of those people that has like a, a hard drive with pornography. No, no. I have an account on a uh, pornography because I feel like they should be recompensed for their time. <laughs> you are the only subscriber to Pornhub. No, there's got Plus. no, not not Pornhub. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what is ew? It's just porn. ew. It's got all sorts of porn on there. <laughs> I have very specialized taste. Okay, got it. Um, well, let me tell you the steps I took. Okay. For this detour to force something that we're not even talking about right now is I went to BNL Archive, mm-hmm. which is like BNL HTTP. They have everything. Not there. Did a random Google search for the name of the song plus MP3. Of course, not there. Mm-hmm. Posted on Reddit. Waited 12 hours. Nothing. Then you got a message, Tracy. <laughs> Tracy. And Tracy didn't have it. And when Tracy doesn't have it, it's not it's even done. Are you sure it even exists? I don't think it does. Okay. Yeah. If the Brannigan ABCs don't know what it is, then it yeah. might as well not exist. What are they going to do when they get to it? They're not. Okay. Um, they have to keep resequencing their show every time <laughs> that the BNL puts out a new album because they made a bad mistake. It's a bad when, mistake. And they did it that way. So in doing some research on this album, when they released the Fake Nudes vinyl, they didn't have enough room for all the songs. So they cut 2020 Hindsight, which <laughs> to them, that's fucking expendable. Get it out of here. We don't need it. Well, Kevin is kind of singing out of his ass that whole time. Like, 2020 Hindsight. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not arguing that the song doesn't suck because the song sucks. Um, this is a 14-track album. I've cut it down to 12 tracks. Ooh, nice 12. Slick. Streamlined. Here's the songs I left off. Should we do that first? Yes, go left for it. Left off Invisible Fence. Why? Because it sucks. <laughs> Left off, Dusty Rooms. Why? Because it sucks. You caught two Kev songs? Yes. You're going Ed Heavy? Yeah. That's a fucking <laughs> amateur a- mistake, dude. <laughs> it's just going to be songs about his dead wife. I cut You and Me versus the World. No, you didn't. And I cut Sunshine. What the fuck is wrong with you? I was on a cut and spree, baby. What the f- You cut You and Me against the World? That's yeah. like... One of the, you win me the one of the better songs on the album world. that like breaks up the I'm really sad about something I don't know maybe it's a relationship <laughs> or something I'm Ed and yet I kept 2020 hindsight for some reason I don't know what I was yeah, thinking dude uh, all right so track one I don't know what to do with you track now. one bringing it home right mm-hmm. how was this not how did they do Canada Dry as track one bringing it home is the Bare Naked Ladies track one, which is, we're back, we got it, we're still here, we're still as famous as we ever were, we're, we're not fooling anybody but ourselves. I think they did Canada Dry first because they know their audience and it's 80% Canadians. Uh, is that true? All right. It has to be. <laughs> it has to be. I just love, you know, it's we're still good, we're still relevant. It's their anthem that they put at the beginning of every album and I felt upset that they didn't do it. Um, next I put, We Took the Night. Which, uh, you know, we I want to let everybody's voices be heard right off the bat. Except That's for our, Kevin's. our gym song. Well, hang on. We're going to get to Then you're going to put Kev Township song? of King next? No. Big, bombastic, energetic. Bag of Bones is next. The prime spot on the album for the this best is- spot song on the album. <laughs> track three. Bringing oh. it straight up. Uh, track four, Looking Up. We got to keep up that energy, you mm-hmm. know. Um, this is probably, this should be the third single from the album, right? Track five, Bouncing in the House. Now, you may be wondering, <laughs> you cut this down to 12 tracks, but you cut four tracks from it. <laughs> yes. So, where the fuck did you get this? There's no B-sides. Mm-hmm. Well, I felt like this album needed a bunch of tracks off of it, and we needed to write a bunch of new Better Good Ladies songs. 
So two D six recorded a BNL song oh, called no. "Bouncing in the House." I I wish we could. What I did was I fed an AI generator a couple prompts. Uh, so I fed it the prompts: "Barenaked Ladies," "Funny Rap Song," "Pop Culture References." And I set the creativity to 0.7, which is actually relatively high, which means the rhymes don't necessarily have to make sense. Okay. And it spat out the song Bouncing in the House for me, which I'm going to add to the album Fake News. Did it? What Here's the- how Bouncing in the House goes. Okay, tell me. Back in black when you were little girls, you dreamt of being in my world. Shit, now you've gone and left with your ex's daddy's little girl, you dreamt of living in my world. But you're nowhere to be. I know you're sick, because you're no mama. <laughs> then the chorus, bouncing in the motherfucking house. We're going to bring it to him, baby. You don't know no ho. Bouncing in the motherfucking house. This does gonna not seem bare naked ladies. Baby. You don't know no. Which is what we need. You want experimentation. I know, it's bra- I, what, okay, it is experimentation, but like this is, I feel borderline racist <laughs> if they sang this song. <laughs> Second verse. <laughs> now you can do this. You done been through hell. What a bad bitch and a mad dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like this verges into like minstrelly stuff if they're if BNL is singing this. You laugh at these magazines when they interview you and they diss you, they just laugh at you. And if you do X, they'll be like, damn, I was just telling you to suck. <laughs> Bouncing in the motherfucking house. We're gonna bring it to him, baby. You don't know no ho. <laughs> well, now think about this. Bernicket Ladies did a cover of uh, Fight the Power. Right. <laughs> and they did it without irony, without any sort of you know, hint of of you know they don't understand their. But it limits. was like the '90s. Oh, where you where white guys could unapologetically <laughs> rap without any self self awareness. You don't think bouncing in the motherfucking house would be a good bare naked ladies song? No, I think it would be a horrible <laughs> bare naked ladies song. It is not a bad song. Okay. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's objectively <laughs> bad. I'm saying BNL is not the artist to do bouncing in the motherfucking house. <laughs> Whatever is 2D6 the band to do bouncing in the motherfucking house? We'll figure that out later. Track six, Canada Dry, right? Uh, this leads us into the more down-tempo part of the album after we do a fun rap song, right? Slow it down a little bit, put the brakes fun on. Fun rap song. Uh, nobody better. This one, I like the electronic poppiness of this one. I think this fills the niche that you and me against the world filled for you. So how does nobody better go? Is nobody better. Oh. Forever and never. Yeah, it's like the, it's the I miss you part of the album that Ed <laughs> is so famous for. Uh, Flying Dreams. Now we're real sad. We're in the sad, sad part of the album. Uh, but we're going to dig I it out. I spend so much time in these stinky flying dreams. Is that how that goes? <laughs> That's how that goes. We're going to dig it out with track nine. I come from there. I fed the AI generator. <laughs> <laughs> I fed it the prompts. Bare Naked Ladies, Sad Country Song. And I set the creativity to point four, which is relatively low. Well, I mean, that for a country song. So here's how I come from there goes. It starts with the chorus. It has to mention 9-11 at least twice. I wish. <laughs> I'm just a sad, sad country song. <laughs> and I come from there. Yeah. Another verse. I know it's going to last me all summer long, but I'm not scared, so stop your crying. Because I've got nothing to lose, nothing to gain. I'm an American. I'm an American. <laughs> there we go. That's what I was looking for. So why do I feel Some this post way? post <laughs> 9-11 country bullshit. What have I done for people like you? Girls like you always want more. They want to be loved. They want to be loved. But I think it's wrong. <laughs> I'm just a sad, sad country song, and I come from there. <laughs> we finish up with uh, Township of King, 2020 Hindsight, and Navigate. Navigate has to be our ending song. It's a perfect, it's got that huge tail on it. It's got that sort of spacey opening to mm-hmm. it. Um, 
I just think it deserves a, you know, a nice place on this album. That's my, so when David makes the Spotify playlist <laughs> for my re-secrets of this album, I want you to find the two songs, David, that you feel are closest to Bouncing in the House and I Come From There. <laughs> I don't know what those would be to you, but uh, that's what I think you need to do. Ebo. Mm. How did you resequence this album? I did second to myself after that. <laughs> okay. I feel like he like threw me, not even threw me for a loop, but like, I don't know. It's like when you are going on a trip uh-huh. and like a vacation or something and you get like, like three or four hours in and you stop at like a gas station or something and you get gas, you go inside, you come back out and your tire is low <laughs> okay. and you're like, fuck, <laughs> like I'm on vacation. This shouldn't happen to me here. And, like, you have to go and, like, find a fucking... It's not like a... It doesn't ruin your vacation, but it, like, throws a fucking kink in your vacation that yeah. puts everything behind. So you need to, like, take a moment and refocus. Like, what part of we'll this... still get to the condo on time. <laughs> what part of this podcast is vacation for you? <laughs> um, This part. The one where we're actually talking. <laughs> oh, everything okay. else is a pain in the ass. <laughs> okay. All right. We're about to get into you having done homework. Well, okay. The homework is the... the... Yes, I do not okay. like doing homework. Okay. 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 And I popped the tires on your vacation part. I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> Shame on you. Shame on me. But on the upside, we're about to hear some really funny shit coming from Evan <laughs> Dickens' mouth. Eat garbage. <laughs> so mascots were the theme. Right. And mascots sell what? Product. Are, was the answer product, or do you want me to name the product that mascots sell? <laughs> they sell product. Oh, okay, product is it. the answer. That was a rhetorical question. <laughs> okay. You didn't even give me a chance. I, why would It's a rhetorical question. I knew if I gave you a chance, you would try and answer it, and then it would ruin the... And see, you've already t- popped another one of my tires. <laughs> hey, but You're just throwing, one's throwing, already down. throwing spike strips on my vacation. All right. That's fair. But uh, yeah, so uh, I, feel each like of these, I, I took each of these songs. I gave them... I wrote a, uh, a, a product that they were selling. <laughs> And then I rated them from best to worst product. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna pitch them. I'm gonna pitch them. To, well, you can you can guess them, but I can pitch them to you. Okay. Yeah, I, I have to. So these are products that don't exist. Yeah, they're all new, completely new products. This and is this, the... and it, it 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 assumes a oh near God. a near future setting. So we have <laughs> okay. we have some we have technology we don't have, but not like absurd technology. Uh... Okay. Well, actually, some of them are a little absurd, but not like it's not like none of them are spaceships and shit. Is it mostly based on the titles? Um, it's a lot based on the whole songs. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> You're not gonna get a single one of these, I hope. No, I'm probably because there are some that are good. Like I know that near the top of the list is going to be Flying Dreams because it's gonna be like, well, I can control my dreams or I can fly. Both of those things, great. I love it. If it's, if, it's, if we're based on the title. Uh, and I think that things like Dusty Rooms... I don't even think Flying Dreams made it to my list. I'm sorry. I, how many songs are on this? How many tracks 14. are on this? Yep, I only put 13. So Flying Dreams isn't on... So there, I'll give you one for free. So is it the best of the worst? <laughs> Just forgot to okay. do that one. Well, we got to tell David where to put it. Is it track one or track 14? It's not on the album. <laughs> you, you cut... Can, you this can, is the first time you've ever had you a song can, and it's Flying Dreams. You can cut. You can cut. I can cut, right? I cut Flying Dreams. You got the, one of the three good songs on this album. Okay. Agree to disagree. All right. Flying Dreams belongs in the, in the garbage Christ. can. But so here's my question. Is Dusty Rooms going to be a product that 
cleans your room or throws dots everywhere? That's, it's, that's it's for you to find out. First or last. All right. Well, you know what? I'm going to say dusty room. Well, okay. So this is it's going to start with the best. Best to worst. Oh, oh. Yes, yes. So look for the best one. Okay. Uh, the best song on, or the best product that you could possibly sell that is not Flying Dreams is going to be uh, Invisible Fence. Okay. What is it? Look it up. Okay. What is the product? Don't say it like that. It's like, obviously sh- looking up. I should have gotten it. Sometimes progress is hard to quantify. Sometimes it's hard to see we're becoming better people because everything's so fucking instrumental in our lives, right? Mm-hmm. So this is an app that scours your social media, your emails, your posts, your calls, your vo- various interactions to log and create positive affirmations for you. So, hey, did you know your step count is 800 steps higher than on average than last month? Wow. You're, you're making progress. You're making improvements. Did you know you only spent three days depressed this month? <laughs> and it's winter. That's less than half the number of days you spent depressed than last winter. Six days a week last Six winter? days in the entire oh, winter. The, oh, okay. Yeah, because you have seasonal affective disorder. Oh, sure, sure, yeah. sure. So whatever your wheel, it will seek it out, and it'll uh, curate some nice shit and spit it back to you. Mm. What a good person you are and how much you're actually improving. I'm kind of, I'm kind of surprised that technology doesn't exist. That's a really... I mean, in the age of, of, you know, we're constantly self-monitoring. It might be. It might already exist, but I've never seen it. No, that's really good. But also, if that's as good as the inventions get... (laughs) They get pretty bad pretty quick, dude. We're in for some real stinkers. Like, some of this shit... Okay, so Flying Dreams is out. Some of this shit, like, we took the night, Mm. could be great. If it's an item that allows you to, like, encapsulate an evening... To make it always daytime? (laughs) Okay, so we're going for complete literalism. I like that, too. No. Okay, well, track two is Nobody Better. Mm, It's bringing it home. Why? This is a scrappy delivery service. It's meant to compete with Uber Eats and Postmates and Amazon, etc. But instead of ordering, instead of you ordering from, uh, like, individual places, like restaurants or grocery stores or, like, mall kiosks... Uh Uh-huh. You're assigned a company rep and an AI that uh, oh. models, that acts as a middleman for so all your purchases. Stitch Fix for food? I don't know what Stitch Fix is. Or they uh, they ask you questions about your clothing style and then they'll send you a curated No, box. no, no. This is like you you say something like, um, hey, Homestar. He's the mascot. Homestar runner. Okay. Um, I want General Tso's chicken and dumplings for dinner. Okay. And then what it does is it scrapes all the review sites to find a like food blogs and local for a local Chinese restaurant with exceptional food, and it places the order for you. Then it negotiates with the delivery service. Then it delivers it to your house. Wow. So, uh, and it provides updates when you ask for them. And since they're negotiating for a group of customers, they can get you discounts and deals and stuff like that. Also, they're tastemakers, so the restaurants have to pay them. And it removes all the uh, aspects of searching and like review from the process. So you just like you say, hey, I want a spaghetti. And then they get you, like, I want, I want spaghetti for dinner. And they bring, you, they bring you the best spaghetti in the area. All of these products so far sound frighteningly competent. <laughs> like, these should be things that exist yeah, already. They just, they just get you the best available of whatever you want that exists within your price range. This is wild. Like, I want a, I want a t-shirt and I want to pay $20 for it and I want it to have Garfield on it. Okay. And then like two days later, a Garfield t-shirt oh, arrives. They can get that specific with it. I, if the internet has it, they can buy it and have it shipped to your house in like two to five days. Yeah. Okay. So it's just somebody who, I mean, you pay a, you pay a monthly fee and then uh, they probably also, the, the, all those people who use them, like all the providers also pay fees to them too. So okay. that's how they, they make their money. They don't need to advertise to you. They don't need to do anything. They don't... The companies advertise to them. God. Because damn they're it. the ones making all the decisions for you. Okay. That's ridiculous. I feel like this should It takes the it takes the customer out of the equation. 
I don't know why. I want six fleshlights. I mean. And, and some Christmas lights. Wait, wait, wait. But, but they negotiated. And some little bites. They negotiated in bulk for everything. So there has to be not at bulk. least 10 other people out there who want a Garfield t-shirt. No, I mean, not necessarily. It's just um, if you want to be on, if you want to be one of the products offered, you can, uh, you know, sign up and then they'll, they'll, you send them free, free whatever, and then they'll take it, rate it, for, rate it within their company, and find out like what it's actually. Because I mean, they have they have standards of quality, right? That's sure. how they sell themselves. They're not going to give you just shit Garfield shirts. So they're going to give you the best Garfield <laughs> shirt that they can find in your price range, sure. as rated by their people, and then you can rate it after the fact, and that goes into their algorithm going forward for you and for the company. Wow! So you're doing them a favor. They're doing you a favor. Scratch your back. They scratch my back. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, here is my question. Hey, Homestar. <laughs> Uh, Give me the latest 2D6 album. I <laughs> They have to source the best one. Um, I know that there's a lot of fucking nerds who listen to the Bare Naked Ladies because of they're just a nerdy band. You got the Big Bang Theory. There's probably some folks listening to this episode right now that are programmers that are... <laughs> Are you copywriting this idea? Are you? Do every, you want every? I've, I'm now on record as copywriting all these ideas, and I would like a uh, a small honorarium if any of them become. Uh, okay, for putting this podcast out, I want a small honorarium of your small honorarium. Sure, that's fine. I want the one percent of the one yeah, percent. That's perfect. what I've always been called anyway. Perfect. <laughs> all right. <Yes>. Perfect. <laughs> all right. So after a all of these ideas are for sale listeners oh, nice okay even the really bad ones yeah, especially that we're the to. really bad ones <laughs> um, i mean there's no <laughs> navigate is a thing that already exists you don't have to actually build anything it's just the gps um all right so here's here's the things that are good invisible fence is good is it <laughs> let me put that one in the back here uh sunshine is mm, good is good uh navigate seems okay hold on i'm gonna i'm just gonna organize these for myself uh nobody i can't believe nobody better has well, come up yet that's you, a dating app hold, hold on, on hold perfect on. then i'm gonna i can't wait to get you that get you one of those <laughs> okay uh, 2020 hindsight is also good uh sorry i'm gonna go nobody better until it procs you're gonna be doing that a while bud really because it's sunshine <laughs> God damn it, that was my next one. I know, you fucked up. Uh, all right, what's sunshine? So this is like a reversible eternal sunshine with like self-annotation. <laughs> Implant an- memory. Annotation. Oh, it's reversible. So it's like- a, a reversible. So it's like se- with self-annotation and like tailored nostalgia rhythms. So you, the problem <laughs> with eternal sunshine is that you don't remember the stuff you don't remember. Right. Right. So what's to keep you from pining away for your missing thoughts or trying to re- Like, you know, one of the problems in the movie of eternal sunshine is Jim Carrey and what's her name get back together again, kind of. Clement. Clement. Clements? Clements. Okay. I know, but you're trying to re- re- recapitulate your meaning, your missing memories, and without them, you're less of you. So what this does, we've developed the answer. With the previous method, the things you forgot eat you up from the outside in. But with our next iteration, Sunshine 2.0, you won't burn your skin or thoughts. Mm-hmm. In fact, instead of completely wiping your memories, they're just vaulted away in your mind. So you will remember the generalities of what you forgot, along with the reasons and motives for forgetting them. But you won't remember the exact things that cause you pain so you'll remember hey this was a when you think back you'll remember you had a bad relationship with a rocky end but all that ptsd you suffered because the person was abusive you'll remember they were abusive but you won't remember how they abused you <laughs> and so it takes away it takes away the uh, ptsd that you suffer yeah and uh so that it, it, it'll all be glassed over you'll still remember you suffered and that you're never going to go back to them but the memories won't haunt you that might be dangerous if you remember that you were abused, but you don't remember how, well, I mean, you because you you live in constant fear that the memory would just like, I don't know. It like, won't. It will never do that. You oh can, no! You can you can unlock it if you want. 
but, but if somebody, um, but it's I, like there's like it's like instead of just forgetting it but is it better than just entirely forgetting a relationship an abusive relationship well, just entirely the, forgetting in, in eternal sunshine jim carrey would have those dreams that would remind him of it and he would see things that would like oh you know i'm supposed to be with this girl you know what i mean so like if somebody said the word fucking tangerine to me mm-hmm. maybe that procs my like ptsd but now i don't know why it doesn't proc your ptsd your ptsd is walled away you remember that something of trauma you'll, you'll remember that you have trauma related to tangerine but you won't remember <laughs> that makes what me kind. incredibly anxious <laughs> why do i hate tangerines am i allergic to them no you won't hate is tangerines you'll feel totally fine my just, ex threw at me it's like a it's like having a, a a little like personal pda assistant that like you can dig into as it's like a wikipedia page it turns your memories into a wikipedia page you can go as deep into as you want okay if you want to remember everything you can go dig oh, down see. and read it but the thing is it separates it from your mind so it's no longer something that happened to you it's something that you know about that is separate so you don't yeah. suffer any trauma from it you invented severe antidepressants is what you f- you can remember the trauma but you're such a zombie that no, no i know your you're memories you're still fine all right all right all right hey, I'm trying this, to is find a flaw. this is an iterative process i tried to find a flaw in your pretend thing that is perfect which i mean it's, perfect. it's not perfect it's the third best Jesus Christ. it's not as good as something that takes out the middle man food deliveries. <laughs> not just food anything <laughs> chairs garfield t-shirts <laughs> What about uh, or the other one that uh you know makes you feel better about yourself? Yeah, that and one's t- good. And tells you how much you're improving. Looking up is really looking up is truly a great thing. <laughs> I love that one. Um, if if the Eternal Sunshine technology really existed, I'm, I've stopped thinking about your thing. Okay. But if the movie technology existed, I would be terrified constantly. If somebody just invented it, that I've used it on myself and then forgotten. That I've used it on myself. That's why you need Sunshine 2.0. Right. Well, that's so you exactly, would know that it happened to you. Yeah. But just like, I, I mean, maybe right now that technology does exist and I made myself <laughs> forget that it does. Oof. Oh, that feels bad. What <laughs> what things have I locked away? All right. I don't want... Well, you know what would help me with that? Next song? 2020 mm-hmm. Hindsight. Man. <laughs> ah, God damn it. Okay. What's dusty, next? Dusty Rooms. <laughs> okay. So almost squarely in the middle. What is yeah. Dusty Rooms about? So with vaccinations rising and citizens tiring of quarantine, travel is also on the rise. Mm-hmm. People are going abroad. They're vacationing. They're sightseeing. They're traveling again. But how can you trust the hotel or Airbnb or couch surfing is clean and sanitary? Well, they say they wash everything, but do they really? You don't know. And a lot of these people are just people running mm-hmm. things out of their houses so you can't really trust them for a nominal fee dusty room sends a professional cleaner slash atelier to check your room before you arrive mm-hmm. so they'll check in they'll do everything they need you need for them they'll clean the room make sure everything is clean and sanitized they inspect it clean what's need cleaning then set up everything to your specifications do you want beer in the fridge got it you want a wine bottle you want rose petals you got it you got it you want steak dinner delivered at eight you got it freshly clean bed you can trust dusty rooms Provides you everything you need. And if the room still isn't to your satisfaction, Dusty Rooms will try and order you another one. I I can see the commercial. I can see, like, you want to live like a rock star? Because, like, it sounds like a rider. Like, mm-hmm. I want a bowl of M&Ms in my room when mm-hmm. I get there. And I want my the, the, the sheets to be pulled back just a little bit at a 45-degree angle. Like, yeah, you've invented the rider is what <laughs> this is actually going to be called, I feel like. Just, it's, just so you know, you it's a company you can trust that makes sure your rooms are clean, sanitized, and to your specifications. It, it is no matter where you go. It's for unbelievably rich people. I, I don't even think, think it would be that it, it, if you if you want our, if you want a bag if you want a you know a bowl of green only green M and M like bag I, of bones. I'm sure that there's like they have different you know price ranges where you know for an extra hundred bucks you can just get someone to come in and clean it and make sure it's sanitized and then or you know you can like add on stuff. Well, here's my next question: Is who do I get? Who watches the Watchmen? 
Because if I conscript this person and they just send me an email, we don't use the word conscript. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) If I enslave this person and they just send me an email that says, check the room, looks great. How do I know that he's? I need to hire they take, they a take private pic- detective. No, they take pictures of it, like oh, they do. like your Amazon delivery person. Like oh, they'll come okay. in and take it, and they rate it already. Like, Damn. yeah, this is the first one where I've thought now we're becoming inessential. But I'm like, this is actually kind of good. I could see using this. There's a, there's a world in which <laughs> not me, but somebody. this is only the fourth one. We haven't even got. Uh, we haven't this even. This is got the worst. fourth one. Yeah. God damn it! We're wasting time in this episode. We've been recording for half an hour already. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we gotta move. Uh, the next one is, oh, that one's good too. So here's what I have right now. This is basically right in the middle. Okay. These next two ones are. I feel like I can, I don't know what it is, but I, 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 I know the slogan and the slogan is feel like a king with the township of king. <laughs> no. Okay. What is it? It is bag of bones. I thought this would be the very last one where it's just. Someone mails you a bag of bones and you don't know what it is or where it came from. What is it? Big dogs, barking dogs, biting dogs. Are you tired of everyone coming after your bones? You feel lost and we know what it's like. You can remember a time when everything was all right, but it seems almost a foreign country to you. The person you were then is a stranger to who you are now. Well, we know. We can see. We're all lost in the fog and everything has gone to the dogs. Other companies promise solutions only deliver useless advice or more empty stuff. Say no to all that to the blind leading the blind. They don't know what's good for you. This isn't a joke. It isn't on you. And for 11 easy payments of 9.95, you can find out how. Sorry, what am I buying? <laughs> this is a, oh. this is a fucking okay. I understand now. This is a YouTube video that plays that implores me to click to find out more and then in click 5 through, minutes and 37 seconds. <laughs> click through seven more. You're going to find out the secret. Sure, to to becoming Just enter your email address and your house okay. number and your credit so, card number and your social security number. <laughs> right. Okay. So this And I'm going to send you this absolutely free for 11 p- payments in 995. Still have not received the absolutely free book that I was supposed to Listeners for context, Evan and I were watching YouTube yesterday. And there was a, a commercial for, you could become a millionaire. Click this link. And then I was like, Ev, you have to click it. So we clicked it, and we put in my email address. They are supposed to send me a book. We watched a five-minute video about how to become a millionaire that didn't tell us anything except what Entree was shirt for. Uh, they were going to, yeah. It, it did tell us that not everyone's going to. The reason why you fail is because you fail. Yeah, right. People who succeed, succeed. succeed. Like, it's really, there's the no The easiest way to succeed is to find someone who's already succeeded and do what they did. <laughs> So, Bag of Bones is a mystery box. This could be an ARG. This could be a Ponzi scheme. This could be an MLM. This could be like a huntakiller.com sort of mystery. I kind of... Bag of Bones jumped up my list to perhaps number one. You know how I love a mystery box. You know how I love a riddle and a puzzle. (laughs) And I feel like that's half of what this is. If I sign up for it, I so, could yeah, be... So they're going to juice you for like $200 and then you'll never get anything. Or or maybe I'm in the game now <laughs> and I'm going to have to jump off a Everybody's rooftop. after your bones. Maybe they are. I don't know. God, this one is really appealing to me. <laughs> I really I guess we're like still that. in the good stuff. Different yeah, strokes okay. for different folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. I, I mean, it's truly... The ones that I think are good, I continue to think are good, but I'm going to just keep randomly guessing ones. You haven't got a single one right yet. No, I, well, yes, I did. I got Flying Dreams. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, this next one is Navigate. Eh. All right. Fucking. You and me against the world. That sounds very bad. 
It's a streaming service that focuses exclusively on 80, 80s garbage. You know, back when men were men. So this one has nothing to do with the women title. women wore crop tops. Okay. It's about the song itself. I told there you. Was, there's nothing. And men wore crop tops. Nothing guessable. And aerobics in American Gladiators movie. And the movies are the male lead basically harassing the female lead and dating them. And, and black people oh. aren't really a thing except when they are, but in a totally non-threatening, like, day glow, big clock way. Oh. And, like, you know cocaine and parachute pants and and slasher movies and literally hundreds of, of movies and shows that'll make you cringe and think oh god i don't i don't remember it that way yeah and and basically everything already on some is on some other service and you can find online <laughs> okay. already or available on youtube like mr belvedere Does, do you remember mr belvedere no it's like this posh british butler who like somehow answers an ad for a nasty pittsburgh family with like three kids i do yeah vaguely and, like, remember that hilarity ensues as he tries to clean up their lives like like that but you know all the time forever and and they've got new shows too but like old old new shows like I mean, they're made today, but like specifically like in the 80s. So like full of casual homophobia and like slurs against disabled people and women. And don't forget women. Okay. Good. So, yeah. Well, that sounds fun. <laughs> you and me would, you pay, uh, would you pay $4.99 a month for this? $4.99 is relatively cheap. Yeah. It's because they're just sourcing their stuff from other sites. No, because okay. I pirate everything anyway is the answer to this. So no. But I could see how people would pay $4.99 for it. Honestly, it's cur- it, it's curated. Yeah, it'll probably do just fine. There's a million other sites that are way more niche than that that still have people. Shutter is still out there somehow, right? Shutter's great. Sure, you're the guy. <laughs> you're the Shutter guy. <laughs> well, I mean, what's that one? The com- comedy network didn't work. The oh, split, uh, split flop could be Quibi, could be CISO, could, could be, be Go90, could yeah. be yeah, any number yeah. of them. So like, I think that horror has a, a strong enough niche audience and a strong enough like following that you could make an entire horror thing and just you know, I mean, I I pay well actually my friend pays four ninety nine for a month and I'm on his account. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, all right. Yeah, I, I don't want it. You but don't I, want I, it. I, I owned Shutter for a while, but then I didn't want to do it through Amazon. And then I had already signed up through Amazon and it wouldn't let me register again. Really? I don't know why. It was it's it. Your account already exists and it won't let me register again. Did you use a different email address? I did, but I'd already registered under that one too, apparently. Oh, sure. So. Got a lot of those free trials. Um, I got okay. one free trial. Um, so, fucking, I don't know. <sighs> the next one is uh, We Took the Night. Oh, navigate, dude. You were so close. You were so close. <laughs> all right, what's navigate? We all have GPS and smartphones, but who wants to be tracked? Because as you're tracking them, they're tracking you. Who wants to be seen? Constantly invigilated by your service providers, your phone companies, your social media sites. Well, you can get a VPN, but that doesn't completely save you, especially for like positional tracking data in your phones. They mm-hmm. always know where you are. And they market ads to you to see, because they, they, they do that thing where everyone thinks they're being recorded because like you go and you're like, ah, man, I need to get some more toothpaste. And then like two minutes later they, yeah, yeah, but it's not that it's just, they scrape your phone data and then they scrape the data of every phone that you're in close contact with. And they determine like the algorithm tells how much time you've spent. So if like you are in, you know, your, your mom comes down for uh, Thanksgiving, you'll start to get some of your mom's algorithms or something like that. Yes. When, When I had a friend who lived here, who was a truck driver, I was constantly being Getting, assaulted with, like, apply for this trucking job. You were? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. So that's what they do. That's how they do it. But you know what? Navigate's the answer. This makes sure that they can. It's a smart implant that runs on vascular power. It hooks right into your bloodstream. Okay. 
It provides up-to-the-minute GPS positioning without giving away your position to anyone else. Okay. Part browser, part VPN. It bounces your signal across a thousand dummy servers, allowing for total anonymity as you download homegrown Simpsons porn and back episodes of Gossip Girl. Uh-huh. Everything shunts right to your eyes with an easy-to-manage overlay that you can blink away at any time. Why be at the mercy of the corporations when they can be at your mercy? All you need is a thrill to let us put something in your head that runs off your blood. That sounds good. Yeah. That's... that. And you can make money on the side too because it's it, it can you can have an additional uh, app that filters out plasma and then you just go to the plasma bank and give that and they give you 200 bucks. That seems good. You let your body work for you. Yeah, that seems good. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying it. Like this is the future anyway, right? The Google right. Glass except internal. Yeah. Like this is what's going to happen, so we might as well just submit to it and get on the fucking Though nobody you know, wants you, a Gen 1 iPad because it's going to fucking overheat and explode and right don't worry this has been tested on lots of prisoners hmm. can i overclock it to maybe mine for bitcoin is that something that i could do can, yes you can slave your mind to a server farm okay i would really like that you'd be a digital gardener okay. where um what it, all you do is uh, it flashes up those you are not a machine things on your eyes and you right. just like like blink at all the you know when you're bored during your downtime you just uh you know click on all you just think about all the crosswalks you see yeah and it lets them it lets the yeah. uh, <laughs> lets them get into all the sites think about all the crosswalks um can i install a they live app where like i can like put sunglasses on and things like that i mean this is just ar for the yeah. world yeah right that right. fucking rules yeah how is this one not so much this and Bag of Bones <laughs> are my jams so far. I like your middle way more than I like your beginning. Well, man, I, I don't know what to tell you. I guess I'm, I don't know. This I really, is saying more about you than the product. I used Google Glass once and my life was irrevocably transformed. <laughs> now I desperately want to install fucking Google Glass in my head. You want like uh, BTL chips and all that fun stuff. Man, only thing better than that is a BTS chip, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Yo, army. Um, the Yo, next, army. <laughs> the next the next one is Township of King. Invisible Fence. I'm just guessing Township of King from here on out. So, well, Invisible Fence. Real bad. <laughs> All right, cool. Have you ever had someone you want out of your life? Yes. Because they're abusive or terrible or just way too much. This is that Black Mirror episode, isn't it? <laughs> sure, you can file for a restraining order, but that requires legal wrangling and proof of threat. Mm-hmm. Why not let the security professionals of Invisible Fence do the work for you? They'll scrub your browsers. They'll scrub all your social media using discursive, discursive nano algorithms. They put up firewalls and alerts to ensure the bad person cannot contact you or even see you online. They untangle your bank accounts if there is one, employ legal counsel to file the proper paperwork if wow. necessary, and even periodically check up on the person that you're trying to keep away from to make sure that you don't cross paths. If necessary, they can even provide around-the-clock security monitoring and harassment of that person okay. just to make sure your lives never overlap again. This is anti stalker anti-abuse equipment that you are putting down at number eight on this album below the concierge service for a hotel room is that let me just double check that i've gotten this correct well i mean i I don't know if you heard how i described it but that they take all of your data forever and put it into a thing and yeah okay so what the part they also follow the person around and make sure that they don't you that's know. if I don't like someone, feel free to harass them. <laughs> that's fine. Exactly. Um, and that I, person will never be able to hire a, fire a restraining order on the company because they'll just send somebody else to do it. Sure. And it's whoever gets to it first. So if you and I make a split and I call up, no, actually, if you both do it, 
it's super easy. That's true. Because you're both paying for the same service. Doubling up. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. In fact, that's what the first thing they do is contact the other person and say that Saker has purchased <laughs> Invisible Fence. Buy, would sure. you like to? Would you like to? purchase oh, the platinum package so the first thing they do is contact my abuser and say, and say you're not allowed to talk to this person anymore would you like to buy the platinum yeah. package to keep them away from you Which, okay all right is there because like, you can't you'll never see them again you might as well make their life miserable too though i feel like this is the kind of service where like movie pass or something where it works <laughs> really well for like eight months but then they get greedy and there's a level above platinum pass where the abuser can send you one message a month of no more than 10 words if they buy the like $300 a month service. Yeah, now you see why it's number uh, number, <laughs> sure. si- number six or seven or whatever it They're, is. The britches are going to get a little too big for them. Yeah. Uh, you ready for me to get this next one? Yep. 2020 hindsight. Nope. Canada dry. Fuck. Okay, why? This is a Boreal region desiccator. It's a startup company <laughs> dedicated to tailored climate solutions for wealthy privileged companies. Okay. So, as temperatures and weather patterns change due to anthropogenic climate change, the boreal desiccator provides an answer to wetting climates. Floods, rain, mist. It takes it all and shunts it to different, less wealthy nations. Oh! Leaving the whites of Canada high (laughs) and Canada dry. It's a wetness getter ridder? It's like a, yeah, it, uh, well, it takes takes humid climates and Mm -hmm. makes them less humid. It dries them out. It's a boreal region desiccator. But, like all solutions that don't address marginalized communities or underprivileged groups, it's a cruel stopgap. The company line is that it moves wetter weather to countries that need it more. But those right. countries don't have a, the political clout or con- to control which weather they receive. Sure. So ultimately, implemented at the cost of billions of dollars, it ends up hastening the destruction of the world and everybody losing their collective minds. Yeah. This is literally the first one that I don't see a use for. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, Well, I mean, if you are a white privileged country, wouldn't you want to have no you can get rid of winter send it down send it down to south america move to florida move to california but it's miserable in florida move to fucking i don't know there's got to be a nice i mean we already do that we move like the richer people move to nicer climates but i mean you can afford to have two houses but but this is something the country can do as a whole just imagine how popular the president would be if he's like yeah we're all we're gonna have just nice sunny days and uh you know a little bit of rain and uh you know temperatures but winter will still be winter we'll still get our snows but they'll be intermixed with uh you know nicer days sunny days with crisp crisp days and fall will be fall but you know what who cares if like the panamanian rainforest is just ravaged by fucking tornadoes and maelstroms right you know heat waves it's not i mean we're already we're already doing this i i understand I understand is what I'm going to say. I mean, it's not good, but that's the whole point. Yes. Is that when we get down this far, none of them are good. It's not good. We took the night. You got it. I did? Party all night forever. <laughs> all right. Are you a night person? Do you hate the sun? Would you like to exist in a shadowy liminal ultra party where dawn never breaks? Now that the Bellagio Casino has acquired Lockheed Martin's prototype near-orbit hypersonic jets, you can enter a night that never ends until you want it to. Wow. The jet will pick up you and your friends at, at any airport, then fly around the world at close orbit, faster than dawn, stretching darkness for days. What fun you could have. Yeah, that sounds like it rules. And you'll be in international space, so no laws apply, because no one owns the void. All will be revealed to you as you chase the moon, modern-day lycanthropes who will never regret their transformation. Let the darkness consume you. Let the rolling gyre of worries and anxiety dwindling inside you dwindle away to nothing against the sheer, utter, uncaring vastness of the interminable void. Sign up today. This sounds cool as hell. Are you kidding me? No one can be sad anymore. Yeah, dude. Permanent night? (laughs) 
You just chase the moon? This sounds awesome. What is the what's the downside what to this? What is the downside to this? <laughs> Seriously. What is the downside? Oh, you're you're really asking me? Yeah. Just like if you're being somebody part of a night that never ends? Yeah. Okay. I don't know, that sounds cool as hell. I guess vampires might board your plane. Because it's <laughs> You figured it out, Saker. <laughs> that was the hidden that was the hidden agenda. But if you're into it, if you're into partying all night, mm-hmm. literally forever, mm-hmm. what's the downside to this one? Besides for that it's unbelievably expensive. Yeah, I guess there is no downside. If you are the kind of person who is exactly tailored to this sort of thing, <laughs> then there is no downside. Damn, I like this one. <laughs> well, okay, leave your family behind and come to my ultra party that's on the plane that will be in or- low Earth orbit for, <laughs> <Okay>. for eternity. <laughs> And um, because it's going so fast, you'll live a little bit longer. Because the closer relativity. you approach to, to yeah, baby, yeah. Oh my god! If you ever come down, it'll be like two. You'll be two hours ahead of. Uh, oh, fuck! I love this. This idea is flawless. You've come up with some really flawless ideas today. Here we go. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, this is why I get the big bucks. My ad, that's why I run an ad agency. Feel like a king, with the township. No of king. Again, no. All right, what? 2020 Nobody, nobody better. Nobody better. Okay. This is a dating service for people who are already in happy relationships. Oh. You think you're with this the right person, is, oh, but can that. you ever really know there's nobody better? I love that. Our service scrapes your social media profile, emails, interests, hobbies, and various other characteristics to create a digital persona through a series of questions and puzzles, as well as biometric var- variables and historical <laughs> surveys. We tweak your new digital self to more closely resemble your actual self. When you're satisfied, no one can tell the difference... Our compatibility algorithms run your profile against millions of others to determine if, in fact, there might be a better match for you. If one is found, we will provide their full profile to you to review to show that you have, in fact, made a terrible mistake with your <laughs> partner. For an additional fee, we provide full legal and social services, partnering with Invisible Fence LLC to disentangle your life so you can enjoy a new, happier existence with a quantifiably better person. Wow. And they could also pair with the, uh, what was your thing that burned them out of your brain forever? Uh, sunshine sunshine wow all these guys you got synergy (laughs) synergy that's right mlm wow see i thought this was going to be a company that scrubbed your data made an ai version of you and then just told you like nobody's better you are with the right person i thought this was like looking up or it just made you feel good no this is a bad one yeah this is this one because this makes you feel inadequate in your view (laughs) the chances that there's someone better out there for you out of the earth are probably a hundred percent. Yes, right. They will always find someone better. For <laughs> right. You. Jesus, this this sucks. <laughs> what a nightmare. Even if you've used their service before. Yeah. They you can New use it. Ag- you can use time. it again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you, yeah. you can use it again. They might find someone even better. Oh so it's God. good. To, it's good to re up like every you know six to eight months. Yeah. Just yeah. to make sure you're with the right person. Yeah. The person who's truly making you happy. <sighs> wow. This is uh this is a true nightmare. And because like, you know, algorithms are iterative, so they may not get it 100% right the first time. The first time, time yeah. sure. So you got to you've got to use it at least 6 to 10 times before they can actually nail down exactly what sure. makes you happy. So it is it's recommended that you not move in with this person immediately, the first person that you No, you do move in. Oh, you have to. <laughs> See, okay. I mean, why wouldn't you? You've spent all this money trying to find them. Sure. You the thing is, when you meet them, you're gonna want to move in right away. Yeah, that's probably true. They're perfect. Nobody's yeah, better. You're going to want to leave their life behind. And you've also got that, like, the little juice of the new relationship hormones. 100%. So, yeah, you're going to look at your old partner. You're going to look at your baby. You're going to be like, 
I thought, fuck. How long have I had these? (laughs) How long have I had had these? (laughs) And you'll just say, you know, I'm not looking forward to anything with these people. Yeah. Cut them free. Man, this new person. Think of the possibilities your life holds. Mm -hmm. Wow. I love this. Now, you're going to want to you're going to want to build a new life with them immediately. So the the whole world sucks now (laughs) because of nobody better. Because, I mean, is it cheap? Uh, It's not super cheap, but it's not super expensive. Well, give me a price. um, hundred bucks. No, I'm thinking more like there's a lot of work involved, like because it's a it's like a program. So it's probably a hundred bucks for the initial survey. And then they juice you for like 50 to 100 every month for like six months. Yeah, that's pretty expensive. But yeah, but at the end of that, you get somebody who is you get a better life. Damn. Guaranteed. Guaranteed 100 percent satisfaction. <laughs> a better life for seven hundred dollars. Yeah. I mean, I guess I have to take it, don't I? <laughs> you have to. God. What is the AI? Is it simulating conversations between me and all these people? Yeah. It does all sorts of stuff. Okay. You can download the logs if you want. I would love to. You, do- can, read, you can read conversations you may have had with this hey, person. Hun, hun do, you, do you want to reenact one of the logs tonight? <laughs> and here's, here's the thing, too. Even if you don't want to go with this person, if you decide to stay in your old life, you'll yeah. still have this beautiful other life they've created for you to like look on so instead of like trolling facebook and looking at like old girlfriends oh like that you can God. look at this this relationship you could have at any time you want yeah this person by joining the system they're also open to this relationship yeah oh and it like it it ai generates pictures of us together mm-hmm. and like oh man because it, it, we it's on. built a digital model of yeah you. yeah i like this this is a good system. You could lead like a second life, a, a digital second life that yeah. you, you have no part on. It's just Pining. a digital version of you going oh. away for it. You can just see like what you would have been doing with them. Yeah. This is a really like, horrible... Oh yeah, you guys would be on vacation in Bali right now. What are you do- What are you up to? Because it'll send you... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, send it you. you every so yeah. often. Oh. oh, fuck. This is for people who really love The Sims too much and just want to... Well, it's like, a, it's like The Sims, but you don't get to play. Yeah. It plays, yeah. It, it, plays, it, plays it for you. It plays for you, yeah. Um, a better version of you plays. Feel like a king. Ah, twenty twenty hindsight. King. <laughs> Tell me why. Be a kid again with this adult themed playground. No kids allowed. Only adults. All the stuff is the same sort of dangerous shit you used to play on as a kid. You know the things that spun around so fast your cousin Donnie fell off and broke his arm, or the slides where the aluminum got so hot in the sun so that when you slid down you literally got burns on your legs if you weren't wearing if you weren't wearing jeans. Or those iron gyms where all the paint was like peeling off. So if you didn't grab the bars just right, the rusty metal could give you a nasty cut. Sure. You remember those. Also, you can drink. Also, you can do drugs. And since this is Ohio, it's legal to carry concealed weapons as long as you pinky swear that you're not drunk or high. <laughs> but no one's going to check on you unless you literally shoot someone. Stay as long as you want. Day passes, are, I don't know, 10 bucks. Yeah, that's the ticket. 10 bucks. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It says... The code enforcement already shut the place down. Oh, no. Apparently, there was a brawl on opening day that left 18 people hospitalized. (laughs) Also, someone fell off the slide and shattered their pelvis. And also, it was a super spreader event. (laughs) Too bad. Maybe that wasn't such a great idea. But uh, as they say, hindsight's 2020. Oh, man. So, it is a a DZ discovery zone for adults. Yes. Is what we're describing. Yes. Interesting. Another little bit of microcasting that I really love. Is the place called 2020 Hindsight? Uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I love that this is clearly the world's worst huckster selling me this place. Uh, Ten bucks? That sounds good. That's the ticket. He gets one. a bunch of old playground equipment, sets it up in a gymnasium, in like a in like a burnt out factory. Yeah, yeah. And then sets up a bar. A bar. That's the worst part. And then part. there are guys out, but then people sell drugs out back, but they he takes a cut of that. Sure, of course he does. Um, 
no notes. Yeah. <laughs> no notes. About I mean, he's like a, he's like a libertarian too, so he's got like a uh, you know machine guns or something upstairs. Yeah, just sounds... in case the cops try to shut him down. I'm trying to think of a single thing to ask you about this, but I I think it explains itself for the most part. <laughs> Feel like a king Being in the time. You got it. <laughs> yeah. It's like your third one. <laughs> All right, tell me about it. Has this ever happened to you? <laughs> like. You buy one of those lordships, except that it's like a money pit where you have to invest like a million dollars trying to turn around your uncle's dilapidated amusement park, only to learn that he stole the land and like a, a deal from with an indigenous tribe and they've taken you to court, except the courts are super corrupt and full of white people, so they rule in your favor. But also you're not a piece of shit, but also it's like your family legacy and you don't know when you bought the place. You didn't know that when you bought the place and, and you've got your like whole life savings sunk into it and it's finally starting to turn a profit and you've been like talking to Charles Schultz's estate about maybe getting Snoopy as your mascot because frankly I mean he'll sign with anything but like you can't sleep at night thinking of all the shit generations of indigenous people like the shit that generations of indigenous people have had to eat because your ancestors are real pieces of shit and and although you don't want to per- perpetrate the vicious, cy- vicious cycle you're too much of a coward to break free because it would mean major sacrifice like which you're willing to make I mean you're if it just came out of amenities and like eating out and cable and whatnot but you've got a family to provide for and if you lose everything your kids would suffer and you can't have that you certainly can't have that so you feel like you're torn in half every time you drive to work and see that they're like people picking it out, picketing outside your park. So you offer to pay them fair value for the land once the park is in, in the in the black, but they won't take it because it's their land and they want it back. So you try to make yourself feel better by donating anonymously to like other groups, but it's never enough and the world keeps getting shittier because people like you aren't willing to make true sacrifices and break the brutal exploitative system. Has that ever happened to you? <laughs> All the time. So what am I supposed to do about it? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> this isn't an infomercial. This is horrible. <laughs> so the Township of King is uh, a perpetuation of the racist cycle that keeps white people rich and in power. Yes. It's privilege personified. Privilege personified. I could never have guessed that, but truly feel like a king <laughs> with the Township <laughs> of King. <laughs> um, interesting. Uh, so this is a, the product that you're selling here is question mark question mark question mark oh it's it's a dilapidated amusement park okay got <laughs> that's it. on that's on indigenous land that you fix up that yeah you have to fix up right okay because your uncle left it to you and it's a family legacy does and it, like all your cousins work there maybe i missed this but does it does it start bringing the money in it will okay i mean if you fix it up if you can if you, you put your life savings to it so it's going to start being in the black but sure you know there's like there's like uh you know first nations people because yeah. we're in canada now there's first nations people like picketing outside but that doesn't seem to bother anybody sure if it were me, in fact, it seems like more people are coming because of that. Oh, really? They're you know, they're into Canada it. is you know Canada's thing is shitting on you know First Nations yeah. folk, just yeah, like yeah. America's is, but they do it too. They do it too. Um, they, I, uh, man, I don't know. Could I get invisible fence to just uh, make to, the picketers go away? You'd have to do it for every single one of them. Could I union bust while I'm at it? What other horrible things could I do in my amusement park? Could I hire the Pinkertons? Yeah, the Pinkertons actually still exist. Yeah, I know. Isn't that wild? Yeah, I mean, they're not like strike breakers, but they're still a detective agency, yeah, I think. Yeah, Um, You think they would have changed their branding by now? Why? They're the ones who protected Lincoln. Really? Yeah, the Pinkerton. they were the Secret Service before the Secret Service existed. Is that why they were called Linkertons for a while? Yes. Okay. And then they briefly changed it to Lincoln Logs, and then back to Pinkertons. <laughs> because, you and know. then they were just the Logs for a while, which <laughs> yeah. is really bad branding. Brown Boy Logs, here they come. <laughs> Uh, okay. Interesting, Ev. You're an interesting little guy. <laughs> With some interesting <laughs> thoughts in your head. Don't uh, know what you do or why you do it, but you're an interesting I little guy. I regret everything. <laughs> that was a lot of work to do. I know. I told you I had a lot of homework this why time. Why did you do that? You only have to do it one more time. I know. Well, until they put another album. Until they put another album out. 
Uh, Ebo, I like your resequence. So we end again with the Township of King. Yes. I feel like that's been every time you've ended with the same song and just found a justification for it. I need to remember this for Detour. I need to remember. I it, The thing is, I don't plan on it. Oh, you don't? No, oh, okay. no. This, isn't, this, isn't, like a, this isn't a thing. Okay. Or I might be lying to you right now, just so you fall you fall into my trap. What product was Bouncing in the House? I don't recall hearing that one in your breakdown. It was a bounce house where like people, everyone outside gets to yell at the people inside. <laughs> Okay, sounds good. It's a bounce house, but you have to put on blackface to enter. It's a, very, it's a horrible, horrible product. Ranked near the It's lower. a bounce house, but it's like a community festival, so it's full of teenagers, and you want to take your kid inside, but you can't take you, you can't because they're just jumping around and like you know just swearing. Yeah, just like sitting in the corner, and you can't like and there's smoking. no and they they said like you know you're only supposed to be in for ten minutes, but nobody's monitoring the bounce house because it's like a community festival. Sure, has this ever happened to you? And you're like ah man, I don't want to like mix it up with like eight teenagers to get them out of there, so my four year old can jump in a bounce uh-huh. house. Yeah, yeah. So you like take him away and go like, hey, we can play on the playground, buddy. But he keeps looking at the bounce house because that's what he wants He's to do. Sad. Yeah. yeah. Why can't he just go in? You think the teenager's going to hurt him? Yeah, because they're jumping around like they're adult. I mean, they're basically adult bodies jumping around with like sure. a four year old. If it were me, I would simply. And kick you don't want to be out. like the kind of guy who's like get like a community organizer and be like, hey, you know, the teenagers are, are you know, bogarting the bounce house and all the little kids want to play. Yeah. So you just like sit, stand there and like look uncomfortable so until just, uh, until someone notices and comes over and then they kick the kids out and you're like, oh, thank God. Wow. Because you don't want to make a scene. You're just a piece of shit. You're just like, a, oh, I wish someone else would fix this problem for me. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm so feckless. Well, I mean, because all the teenagers are like, you know. They all have switchblades. No, no. They're all like, uh, you know, marginalized groups. So they're oh. all like minorities and like, and so you're like oh, a white guy yelling at a bunch of teenagers to get out of the bounce house so a white kid can jump is a mm, uh, not not a good look. not a good look okay interesting so, so you're like uh i just don't want to make a scene which is like the midwestern thing i don't want to cause i don't want to cause trouble i don't want to make waves this is why i don't see color uh, <laughs> i'm like kev hearn you know we're all the same inside <laughs> The very naked ladies would kick those uh, those underprivileged teens out of the bounce house. Yeah, in a I mean, second. Ed, Ed would have taken them, grabbed them by the scuff, scruff of the <laughs> neck, and uh, thrown them right out. Oh, Ev, we have to get around to ranking these albums because we still have an entire album to talk about. An entire song. An entire, entire oh album. Yes, yeah, we do. <laughs> to talk about Stephen Page's album. Uh, Let's do this. As oh quick. wait, what? Which which album are we doing? Oh no, heal thyself too. We're not doing Blink 182, 182's 1993 <laughs> album Dude Ranch. We're doing because that's the one I researched. Oh no, it was Take uh, Off Your Pants and Jacket Week. Yeah. Oh no, oh no, I, I miss you. <laughs> I got all the songs right here from from Dude Ranch. Uh, okay, so we have now thirteen. No, is that right? Twelve albums. Thirteen, right? No, yeah, twelve. Wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. No, thirteen. Thirteen. I only have 11. I don't know what I did wrong. <laughs> 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. We have 12 albums. You fucked up. You left an album off. Okay. Uh, say the albums and I'm going to check them off on my list. Okay. I'm going to cut all this. I'll see which. No, no, you're not. Okay. I'm never going to cut this. Gordon. Got it. Maybe you should drive. Got it. Born on a pirate ship. Got it. Stunt. Oh, wait. Did you forget stunt? No, I got stunt. Born on a pirate ship. It's on my, It was on my other thing. I just didn't bring it over to this. So okay. I've got them all. All right, okay. cool. Perfect. Right, here we go. Uh, should we start at number 12? Yes. Worst. Okay. Ever. Worst forever. album ever. Here worst we go. Worst ever album ever. Forever uh, and ever. ever. <laughs> uh, three, two, one. Better Silver ladies ball. Or men. Okay. That's yeah, fair. Yeah. Agreed. All right. 11th album. Three, two, one. Bare Silver naked ladies ball. men. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Perfect. Uh, this is where I'm just going to start faking it. 
Um, You're going to start fake. Oh, let me tell you how I did it this time. Uh huh. So I took my old ratings. Uh huh. Then I listened to every album in order. And then I waited two weeks. And then I went through every album and I gave, I added an additional rating you where so much for homework. every, for every song I could remember how it goes off the album. Got an extra point. I caught an extra, they got an extra point. <laughs> and every song I couldn't remember how it goes, oh they took away a God. point. God. Okay. Uh, here's, can I tell you how I rated them this time? You're doing it right now. I extemporaneously. For- <laughs> <laughs> forgot to do the work. Okay. Here we go. So are we on number three? We're on. Yes. Uh, third from the bottom. All right. Ready? Three, two, one. Grinning All in streak. good time. Ooh, Greening Streak. I liked Greening Streak. Name me two songs off of it without looking. Uh, Greening Streak has Limits. Mm-hmm. And uh, giving him off his head. Your daddy's going to be off his head. I said daddy, daddy. Okay, I think you just proved why it should be lower. <laughs> what the fuck else is that? Why is it so high for me? I don't know. Daydream. I mean, I like Limits. And I think it has, uh, does it have uh, Narrow Streets on it? It does not have narrow streets on it. It has Smile, which is a five oh, yeah, for me. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's got a lot of good stuff. Odds Are is a good one. Limits is great. Whatever. It, that's coming up later for me. Um, okay. Uh, here we go. Ready? Number four. Nope. Yeah, number four. Three, two, one. Everything Born on a everything. pirate ship. Everything and everyone. Okay, everything to everyone. God. Oh, it makes me... I hate that E to E is so low for you. I wish I could get inside your brain and just fix it. You know what I mean? Fix the problems up there. <laughs> all the shit that's wrong in your head. All the fucked up Brother. garbage. <laughs> uh, all right. Next one. Three, two, one. Maybe on you should drive. Ship. Okay. Still... I like that you convinced me maybe you should drive was a good album like six of these ratings ago. And then immediately after you had done that. <laughs> shot on you. You shot on you. You started putting it like no, the lowest I ranking. Think maybe we're in the middle now. Maybe you should. Try, mm. I think everything above the line of like, what was below Born on Pirate Ship? Grinning Streak. Everything mm. above Grinning Streak is actually probably a okay, good to okay album, right? Mm. Why is okay? Three, two, one. Fake BNL nudes. Army. Wow, fake nudes is up pretty high for you. Yeah, fake nudes are pretty well. Uh, three, two, one. Fake BNL nudes. Army. Okay, <laughs> so we have we're very similar here. Yeah. So our uh, f- this is top five now. One, two, three. Yep. <clears throat> okay. So wow, and we know that two of these are different because I've named two of yours and you've named two of mm-hmm. mine. So let's go with number five on the list. Here we go. Ready? Three, two, one. All in good time. Streak. I it blows my fucking mind that you like all in good time. It's good. You know what they should call it? Mm. It's gonna ready. All in bad time. <laughs> How about all in hate crime? Oh, I guess I get it. That's worse. How about fall into hate crime? <laughs> yeah. Autumn's coming. Fall into hate crime. <laughs> um, all right. Next three, two, one. Maybe Gordon. you should drive. I'm bummed that you rate Gordon so low. Gordon is great. It's not as good as, in order, stunt maroon E to E in chronological order. Wow. I, Gordon is fine wow i just think about shit like the flag and it makes me sad to think about i think about crazy and i'm like gordon's got some standouts it's definitely gordon's top like four 70 percent standouts gordon is i would say half standouts and i feel like everything above it here there there are 15 songs on gordon mm-hmm. can you name seven of them yeah standouts go yeah. for it i can name brian wilson yoko mono hello city 
what's the one that you oh Enid. Wrap wrap your arms around me. Uh, that's not a standout, but you it was can a good it. one. I really liked it. And uh, oh, ah, uh, is that that's the one with uh, uh, my favorite, King of Bedside Banner. That's right. That's six. Uh, that's six. Oh, I got one more. And uh, did I do million dollars? No, you didn't. Okay, million dollars. All right, good job. I'm I'm actually. That's why this rated so high. Yeah, that's why Gordon's rated so high impressed. because I could remember most of the songs on it. Why the fuck is it so low for me? It, it, because I wish I could get into your head and just fix. <laughs> There's a shit, run this. of bad shit. I love you. Nuke it on the block. Blame it on me. The flag. Crazy. Yeah. The those end are... of that album fucking sucks. Yeah, that is pretty bad. Yeah, it's just a run of shit. Um. All right. Uh, some runny shit. Although I liked Crazy. Okay. <sighs> the. Uh, then I, you I know, liked, I'm just. Not I like Crazy better than Dat Fodder. I'm not a big fan of ableist slurs, so I guess we're just different in that way. Album number three, three, two, one. Everything Maroon. to everyone. Nah. Okay. Maroon. Mm-hmm. What's left for you? I'm trying to think. Gordon stunt. St- Gordon op- Stunt. Oh, Stunt. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> the two best albums. Yeah, I guess. Number two. If you th- say Stunt, I'm going to come across this table and put you putting fucking Maroon above Stunt again, you garbage person. Gordon. Three, two, one. Gordon. Maroon? Mm. I just said Maroon. Oh. <laughs> well, I was just so, I was so no, it's too late. Maroon, no, Maroon is, Maroon is. And last one's done. We all agree. All right, fine. Last one is done. I've changed my rating arbitrarily for this oh, time. I, thre- I threatened you. Yeah, yeah. I guess it wasn't arbitrary. You. I mean, Stunt is a uh, just their best album. There's no. I don't see how anyone could argue, except Maroon for that one fucking guy with a uh, on who liked uh, Born on a Pirate Ship or something because of Spider in My Room. Oh, I hate that guy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's real. Cl- According to my rankings from last time, Stunt was three point six nine six. Maroon was 3.75. So, like, they're fucking close, bro. You take, you know, leave off of uh, off of stunt, sub- addition by subtraction. Leave, won't you, won't you leave? <laughs> it's time for us to grieve. Is that uh, how it goes? Yeah, that's the one. It's time for us to grieve. <laughs> um, I mean, there are some stinkers on both. But, I mean, so we're generally that fresh-faced uh, albums, like, Four, five, six, seven BNL we're fans of, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the I best, so. the I best so. of the best of the best. Although fake nudes went surprisingly high for me. Fake nudes went surprisingly high for me I too. Enjoyed, I think it's of the new of the po- the PPE. I think fake nudes is my favorite. Fake nudes is the best. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree with you. Uh, which bodes well for Detour to Force. Uh, they're they're getting better the more they practice. Hold up, considering let's pretend they were a new band uh, after Steve left, right? Mm-hmm. So All in Good Time was their Gordon. <laughs> Grinning Streak was their Maybe You Should Drive. Silver Ball was their Born on a Pirate Ship. Fake Nudes was their Stunt. This mm. is tracking so far, mm. which means the Detour to Force is going to be their Maroon, and I'm going to fucking just go <laughs> ape shit over it. I'm going to love that. There you go. Wow, maybe that's trackable, that they needed to practice again and get better and get up to where they were. Uh, okay. Well, bud, we'll be right back with more It's All Been Done, a Bannocked oh, Ladies podcast. We do a commercial for these, don't we? Hey, Ev. Do you think everything's been been done with candy? Because like you take you take like candy, like nowadays. Uh huh. And I mean, you got your you got your your three food groups. You got your fruits. Mm-hmm. You got your various chocolates mm-hmm. and like caramels and things like that. And then you got your spices, which are, like cinnamon, yeah. peppermint, that sort of stuff. And that's really the three like the, the foundational pillars of candy. Like, is anybody doing anything else with? And I would put like marshmallow and stuff in like the the cho- like there's that's like sweet. Yeah, Wait, will like, you say fruit, chocolate, and spice? Yeah, but I didn't say chocolates like. 
ice cream toppings, basically flavors. Flavor, any flavor you can get like as a topping on ice cream. Caramel. Caramel, marshmallow fluff. I was gonna say a payday, which yeah. is like more salty than it is anything. Yeah. But that's caramel and, and yeah. nuts. I guess yeah. nuts, yeah. But like, they're all just combinations of those. Like, have we have we reached the candy event horizon where no new candy flavors will well, ever be? Well, you can't, a candy implies one of those. Those are the only sweet things, is fruits and ice creams. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> spicy is barely even candy in the first place. Yeah, I mean, like, because I, I think back to, like, the old... Did your, did your grandparents ever, like, have those, like... I feel like it's super generational. Like, you don't just have, like, a bowl of candy out, do you? No. no some I mean, people at work do. I mean, but, like, that's that's for, like, somebody comes into your office, like, needs a mint or some shit, right? I guess. But, like, in my house, I'm not just going to have, like, a fucking bowl of ribbon candy or, like, butterscotch buttons or cinnamon I, knobs. I, I or... did, at the beginning of this month... Because of Halloween, I had a big bowl of candies. Right. But that's seasonal, seasonal. And you're not buying it just to have around. No, you're right. I don't have a Werther's. I don't have the yeah. strawberry purses. And again, I think this is like, I don't know, greatest generation shit. Like, Why? I don't, know, I don't know. Like, something sweet for your mouth. It must be like, a, maybe like a hospitality thing. Like, you know, have come over and have a couple uh, peppermint yeah. starlight mints. Maybe they, they never... They never had anything when they were a youth, so they're so enamored with the idea that candy uh, even exists that they just keep it around. Yeah, always. and I mean, candy, candy's good, or like a, or like they have like a jar candy of is good. saltwater taffy that like is two years old. Uh, can I loop back around and say how brave it was of you to say that candy's good? I, thank you. I <laughs> don't often get recognized for my stances on things. So, are we inventing a new candy? We can try. So, what hasn't? I mean, if you were stretching the bounds of candy. If you sprinkle sugar on anything, does it become candy? No, I think candy is a specific, like, it has to be either, um, it has to be mostly sugar, right? That's the, that's the, uh, the thing. Are Frosted Flakes candy? No. They feel like it. They are sugary, but, like, a cake isn't candy. That's true. Is a cake pop candy? If it's, like, if it's, like individually wrapped i suppose i think candy also like there's, there's a difference there's the, between a cake pop and a sucker i guess the yeah. sucker is indisputably candy Indi yes exactly i think it's just because a, a sucker is mostly sugar do you say you say sucker or lollipop or i say sucker sucker huh what do you say lollipop yeah lollipop or something I'd like that. that's sucker I feel that's some greatest generation shit lollipop. sucker sounds weird to me <laughs> <laughs> like, like i suppose i suppose it's like grasshopper where you know exactly what you're doing with it yeah, except right. for my son who you give a, a like a, a lollipop you <laughs> Just chews it up and sure. like, dude, just, I do lollipops too. Oh, man. Um, but uh, but there's no. I mean, a cake pop is probably seventy five percent sugar. Right. Right. I'm trying to think. I guess. I guess yeah, a cake pop could be candy. Because like a because you would say like um if you had like a I don't know a Ferro Rocher mm -hmm. thing and you stuck a like a lollipop stick in it you would say that's candy. That's candy. Yeah. It's a nut. So in I that. think so yeah I think the cake pop could be candy. Yeah we're on a liminal space right there. Can I tell the listeners real quick that we did have Ferro Rochers the other day and uh your son came up to me later in the day and said hey Uncle Sager do you want a nut and he just handed <laughs> this nut to me. And his fingers were still covered in chocolate. He had sucked all the chocolate from around the nut in the Ferrero Rocher. He's trying yeah. to give me the fucking nut. He's being, he's, you know, very empathetic, my Hospital son. He's, he's Hospitaliano, so we try and, we try and beat it <laughs> into him. When, when I'm there, I'm Uncle Sager. Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense. When you hear, you get the nuts. You know who else sucks the nut? That would be LGBT. Time oh, why? <laughs> I mean, a lot of people suck the nut, right? Yeah, fair enough. All right. I'm not... I'm, there's no impugning them. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing, just nothing wrong with sucking a nut. Suck the nut. And offering it to a friend. Their latest episode, Spotlight on Charlotte Cushman, uh, came Is out. Is this the one that we've been advertising <laughs> for two years? 
It's here. It's queer. It's our history. When did it come out? Came out March 1st, 2020. Oh, okay. So we've only been advertising it for like a year and a half. Yeah, that's not terrible. Um, and uh, you can to <laughs> listen to it on the Orange Groves. You can get there. Get get on get on done it. We have such a long episode. <laughs> get on and done it. And we're back with more. It's all been done. A bare naked ladies podcast. Now's the time of the show when we spin this big wheel. No, no, we're talking about another bare naked ladies. Oh, fuck, bare naked ladies esque album. We have Stephen Page's "Heal Thyself" too. I thought we were done. Contemporaneous with fake nudes. So previously, previously. It's all been done on Better Good Ladies podcast. Uh, previously, we matched um, Grinning Streak up against Heal Thyself 1. They mm-hmm. came out the same year. Mm. And I think we were divided. I think you liked Grinning Streak more, and I liked Heal Thyself 1 more. No. I'm not familiar with that. That's fine. This one, I think that we're watching these two bands grow into who they are. Mm-hmm. The Stephen Page experience. And this was a... This was a fucking album for me. It I, was an album. I talked about it on Heal Thyself 1, mm-hmm. but this album, maybe I would skip a few tracks on it, but this album is like a long play for me. I would play this album and just like when I'm out driving around. Hmm. Did you like it that much? No. All right. <laughs> I mean, I didn't like it that much. Okay. I wouldn't say this is a bad album. Interesting. Yeah. I thought that this was like a fucking triumph put me on the back of the cd case steven because this album <laughs> rules this just it's it's fun i don't know uh should we let's break it break it down break it down break it down uh let's go track by track so track one nothing special um nothing good is it nothing good <laughs> i've already forgotten what the fucking names of the tracks are i wrote it down um is it nothing good or nothing special? I wrote down nothing good, but we'll okay. see who has the better memory. You okay. Me. Well, nothing special. Okay. I was wrong. You were wrong. Um, nothing special. But first up, let's talk about, while we're here, let's talk about the track names on this album. Nothing special. You fucked yourself. Done. A failure. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, Steven. Whistling in the dark. Yeah. Where do you stand? <laughs> like, this is a real... I mean, it's a real depressing album. Well, it's a feel-good summer. Yeah, which is, I mean, we'll get to the content of feel-good summer, but... <laughs> Shooting star, looking for the light. <sighs> what a what a, a sad, sad album this album is. Yeah. Oh, uh, fuck. Well, let's start with nothing special. Um, this song, uh, I guess, is about the boredom of security, right? It's boring to feel secure. It's boring to feel like you've got it to go. I mean, this is... Ed has has had that songified assertion for many albums mm-hmm. now that when Steve is comfortable, Steve blows up. And this is Steve, I think, kind of like attesting to that thing. I right? thought it was sort of a juxtaposition of how can you be comfortable when the world is falling apart? Sort oh, of thing. Interesting. So it's sort of like a self-loathing thing and, and like I don't want to go so far as say an examination of privilege, but he's not happy in his life, even though his life is fine. Sure. Uh, but also like the the thing that's bothering him is that, you know, he's happy. He, Interesting. He, he's more he's happier than he should be given how fucked the world is. Okay. Uh I didn't get the part about I mean I didn't get the part about the world being I guess children starving in the desert sun. Look yep. out Mama Junior's got a gun. Sure, I thought that was sort of tongue-in-cheek because for the most part, you're right, that's him. I feel like he's mostly looking internally and then he's like peeking his head out the window and being like, yikes, but then also <laughs> Ooh, coming yikes. back in and being like, 
hey, you know, it's dog and pony show time. Oh, we're both going to say I do. I guess we're married now. This mm-hmm. sucks. Like, nothing special. Everything is fine. Uh, I don't know, but, oh, man, I do love that it interpolates the theme from There's a Melody Part 1. Yep. Way back there. Just kind of shoots it in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the song was kind of a, like, it's like a musical melange because it starts out with, like, that like pop 70s pop song like age of aquarius shit and yeah. then like i felt like it needed like a rough female vocalist like a janice joplin nice. to come in there like yeah. yeah yeah but then yeah it does it, it tra- we have that weird like moving guitar from yeah. ear to ear and then it flips the guitar from ear to ear and after that it becomes an 80s song yeah yeah but even more i feel like it kind of captured some of that like persuasions vibe when it had like the in the background i suppose um, Don't shuffle me back. Yeah, it's a big swing, and then at the end, there's lots of strings that turns into like yeah. a, a string fill. Like yeah, and then like the rock guitar cuts in. Like it's it's all over the place. It which goes is into nice. so yeah. many different modes, mm-hmm. which I feel like is kind of indicative of a lot of the this album's sort of mental state, which is like confused and mixed up and mm-hmm. never stable. I feel or like sound. healing thyself part two should be more solid. But, you would uh, think so. It's I still, called I discipline. St- I still need help, guys. <laughs> yeah, this is, I mean, this is him, like, fucking digging the depths of his psyche. Mm-hmm. Boy, track two says it better than any of them. Feel Good Summer. Feel Good Summer. Nice walking beat. Nice horn bloops. Bass and guitar. Really low. I like that they uh, fronted the cello over, like, bass and guitar. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kevin Fox is coming through and the horns, on this one. And then, like, and then they also just went, wait, wait, wait. I love that. That was from the... the Bunch of angle crosswalk. Yeah, the crosswalk. Thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. like this is where the stark differentiation between Stephen and Ed came in for me, right? Because like Ed, Ed is sad in his life. Stephen Ed, wants to die. Yeah, Ed is like, I love you. I'm always gonna love you. I'm sad. And Steve is like, I had a manic episode. I almost died, but the excitement of it was such that I might have a manic episode. <laughs> like the differentiation between what they're singing about at this point mm-hmm. in their lives is fucking wild. Like, this album blew me away with how, like, I don't know. Like, I may long for the feeling of walking into traffic again. Can you imagine Ed singing about something like that? No. No. It's too... Oh, wait. Yes, I can imagine him. <laughs> okay. I just imagined Ed singing about that. In your that. mind's eye. Yes. Yeah, like... I have a gun, I don't know if you know, but I have a good imagination. <laughs> I'm a... I've charted the clouds. Mm. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Mm. Um, I love that riff, the Feel Good Summer riff. I remember from the concerts, we did like a little Feel Good Summer. Love those, that Spanish horns, the yeah. fucking, I don't know. Um, yeah, I I, can't, I I messaged, this is one of previous guests, uh, M. Meneer's favorite songs, and I wanted to get her take on it. And she said, you know, it's, it's maybe a song about being hospitalized and wishing for the next Manic episode because it's better than living in a depressive episode and ruminating on past mistakes. Mania is so dangerous and lethal, but at least it's feeling something. Fuck. <laughs> I can't imagine that level of, of you know, uh, yeah. difficulty with... Yeah, I'm incredibly... I mean, I know I don't know about you, but I'm incredibly privileged to have a brain that, you know, is the chemicals are all in, in balance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like... Anyway, the song fucking kicks ass. It's a great beat. It's it's driving. It. I don't know. I love this song. Thought it was great. Stand out. Period. Where do you stand? Speaking of stand out, 
Um, this was kind Is of... Is he calling out BNL? That's what I thought. Yeah. I wondered if he was. Like, I, 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 what, what do my notes say? I think there's a real temptation to read these songs as about BNL because BNL has so many songs that are about Paige, but he's still pals with Ty and Kev at least, and he's just not that petty. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. Th- I think that Ed cares more about Steve Ed is petty than <laughs> Steve cares about Ed, right? Uh, um, I think it's like Steve needs to hire Invisible Fence for sure. <laughs> This is about... They'll get them those Big Bang Theory residuals. <laughs> oh, they, they fucking, like, break some kneecaps, too? <laughs> yeah, is they'll that do part something. Of... Like, this is just... I think this is literally just a call-out to any band who's not making political songs in a highly politicized time. It's just a call-out to artists. Yeah. And, I mean, the, uh, on, a, on a musical level, I think this one was way more persuasion-y than your people. Like it's like R&B. Yeah, R&B, like the doo-wop doo-wop. Yeah, like, yeah. I could see that. It's a 50 slow jam. Has some great horn playing at the yeah. end. Is Ed, does Ed do any political? Oh, they did. They did Invisible Fence. Yeah, that's their <laughs> level of political. And we're about to hear next week flip. Flip on to your heartbreak. Don't be alarmed. It's going to be daybreak. <laughs> flip, won't you? Won't, won't you flip? flip. Uh, let's Take go. you for a slip. <laughs> what I got from you is a I real... I want to build a little... What? A real weird song, what I got from you. Oh. Um, it's almost ska? Oh, I get. I don't. I guess like, it's not quite. It's like bridging on it. But yeah, like, and he's mashing his like. Was it his dad or his grandfather? Or I think the reason before we get to that, the reason why you feel like it's ska is because the tempo is four four, it's, but it feels more like three four three four two four because it's like yeah. bump 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 bump. It's got a weird time signature to it. It has a bunch of horns, like the weird horns. It's got those yeah. great weird horns too. Yeah. I wrote that the horn solo is fucking weird in this song. There's some castanets in the background. Oh, I don't ever think I heard those. Yeah, just rattling away. I liked how freeform it was, except I couldn't fucking understand it. But I don't know what it's about. He's calling out somebody. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, like, I know he his his grandparents were Jewish, and his dad converted to Judaism to like please them, and they still disowned his mother and his father. I see. So maybe it's something like that. Wow. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's about like the shit that we get from the people that it's about the nurture part Mm -hmm. of life but it's also very confused whether it's like because he seems real upset with his parents and Mm -hmm. i don't know his 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 you know fucking relationship with his parents um but yeah it's got some weird swings to it like I feel like every song in this album feels like sitting in on a different therapy session, like a different <laughs> Stephen Page. Yeah. Like, uh, there's there's a funny line in this, like the line about fantasizing about fantasizing about patricide being a thing on your mother's side, like his mom wants to kill his dad. But I don't know. I, it, it works well because I listened to it once, but I don't know if I could listen to it a hundred times and you know feel happy with it. Um, next song, Gravity. Gravity. In old Napoli. It's <laughs> like, like, that song just started out like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's European for yeah, sure. Yeah. We're taking Spanish guitar, Spanish castanets, yeah. bringing them back. We have like, there's it's, so much Spanish influence on this song. Yeah. And I mean, it. it's, I mean, this is a Stephen Page thing where you pick a musical style that has nothing to do with the actual lyrics. It's like a call out of the religious right. Well, I feel like it totally has something to do with the lyrics, right? Because isn't like the, the fucking whole part of shooting star about the church's fallacy and like the Spanish inquisition and We're all that shit. We're talking about gravity, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, shooting star is a different song. Oh no. 
I know. Wait. Okay. What did I say? You said I shooting gra- star. Oh, sorry. I meant gravity. gravity. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I thought this was a lot about like Spain's like casting out of people and the Spanish Inquisition and Catholicism. And I guess it could be. That's how I read it. So this is like he's calling out this. I thought he was calling out. I thought this was a political song explicitly calling out like the religious right that has infiltrated conservative politics. Ah. Uh, That's how I read it. You like, know what? I read it just fucking straight like gravity remember when the catholic church didn't believe in gravity the catholic church always believed in gravity uh, they thought the world was flat for a while but like you can't not believe in gravity because it's it's there yeah uh, it's like saying the air doesn't exist yeah okay well wait and they might have believed like angels held you down or yeah like, you, know, you know whatever the, the weight of your of sins s- held you to earth or something like that but a spiritual thing that it yeah, is I about it was like a i mean it's a it's just a fucking nightmare, right? Like the it's like because our religion in America, especially politicized religions, is a weird juxtaposition of Calvinism, where like you have no free will, but also like the Protestant, like you have a direct line to God. So you know you have. It's just fucking weird how we've how they've cherry picked all these things that to make it really bad. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it is. It's it's pretty explicitly anti-science. Mm-hmm. I mean, and. Uh, Kind of yeah. taking that I mean, same. like, if God wanted a cure for cancer, he would have given you a cure for cancer, which is straight Calvinism. Like, we're all predestined, right? Yeah. If, if you have cancer, God wants you to have cancer. So yeah. there's no point. It's like a, or one of those Christian scientists where, you know, you don't, you know, medicine is a crime against God sort of thing. Oh. But I think they've backed off that. And Christian scientism is dying anyway. Yeah. I don't even know. Oh, the I Christian science. Ever met a Christian scientist? Val Kilmer is a Christian scientist. Really? Yes. He's never gone to the doctor? He's gone to the doctor. Wow. He must not be a practicing Christian scientist. <laughs> it's not. Um, I really liked this song. It was good. I thought it was a really strong song with like... Yeah. Just I like a, a nice Latin beat, man. Can't go wrong with that. Here's the here's what maybe... There's fucking horns again mm. on this song. Mm. He's sparing no expense. Where BNL is just like, you know, it's us four and we're the band and maybe we'll pull in somebody else from time to time. Steve is alone. Mm-hmm. And so I think he needs all the help he can get. So there's no shame in him, whereas Ed sort of has this maybe ego. There's about no him. shame in him. Well, no, there's no there's no shame in him I know. hiring I got people. You. I yeah, got you. To, to I don't know. Like I think Stephen Page has a lot of shame. One hundred percent. I think his whole fucking life is shame. Um, track six. White noise. We done it. Yep, we did a whole. Uh, go back and listen to our white noise episode. Good episode. More politics, please. Track seven. Shooting star. Um, this was maybe the weak point of the album for me. Yeah, I mean, this is this is a Steve song through and through. Like, it's him. It's a light rock song where he's, like, bemoaning his fate. There's no second acts. Like, woo, yep. I'm a washed up, you yep. know. But you know what? Eat shit, dude. You got <laughs> you got to be the lead singer of BNL for, like, five years in the fucking 90s. Can, During one yeah, week era. Yeah, go fuck yourself. You're the one people you remember. Have, yeah, you have more than anybody else ever gets. Yeah, yeah. And I mean... You're still able to fill small concert venues with people who care about what you're doing. I don't. Good luck. Oh, boo-hoo. <laughs> woe is me. And I don't love that this one seems to be a call out of cancellation culture, which is like, you know, well, yeah. gone till I die. There's no second acts. You can't come mm-hmm. back. Like, you're fucked. I, I did cocaine once. I guess I'm dead to you. Yeah. Like, that kind of sucks. Like... It is. I don't know. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, he's he's just whining. Yeah. It seemed like. Yeah. It's grim. Gone till I die. I That line really stuck out to me. I do. There's there's stuff there's stuff to love on every song in this album. Yeah. Whereas like Ed is like, look up there, the shooting stars. Look at them. There they are until they're gone. <laughs> whatever. Like, they're I singing sat about the with same you thing. and I watched them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like they're singing about the same thing, but they're like, Ed's is much nicer. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Steve has the ability to look at anything and see the dark side of it. <laughs> yeah. I think that's his. And that's why they were such a perfect. Uh, uh, exactly. Marriage. They worked so well. Yeah. Track eight. You fucked, fucked yourself. yourself. 
I loved this song. It was like elevator music. 100 yeah. percent. Yeah. Which, which, which actually worked with the the theme. So loungy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Uh, just the most horrible self hatred. Real, like, true emotion. I love that juxtaposition of, I mean, we've talked about it before, the happy tune, sad lyrics. Mm-hmm. And, God, fucking, this is such a sad song. <laughs> <laughs> just Steve beating the shit out of himself for a minute and a half. Just truly taking it right on the chin. Um, how bad of a dad he is. How he wrecks all of his relationships. Ugh. do. Um, But beyond that, it's only a minute and a half. Yeah. Good. Um, we're getting into a little bit of a saggy middle. Um, Dunn didn't make much sense to me. Um, obviously it's about uh, the end of a relationship, mm-hmm. right? Which is some explicitly Steve or Ed territory for the most part. Well, I mean, Steve had, has, is on a second marriage, right? He was with, yeah. um, what's her name? Uh, his, Ritz, mo- it's like Ritz, 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 Ruth Bader. No, no, it's, no, that wasn't. Carolyn Rich. Carol. I don't know. Carolyn. Car- her name, first name's Carolyn. From Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah, sure. Carolyn Ray. That's her no. name. <laughs> no? No. Melissa Joan Hart. Which one did he marry Melissa from jo- that Melissa show? Joan Hart. Okay, he was married to Melissa Joan Hart. Um, yeah, because they broke up right before he has cocaine charges. Like, they were. It, his, it was before? Yeah, because it was like 2007, I think, is when they separated, and then 2008 is when he got the cocaine. Okay. Well. And then he's married again. I think they married in 2011. I don't know who. Yeah. So this might be about that. Like,. I like the cello, the pizzicato cello opening. Very nice. Yes. Like a nice waltz tempo. But this is just another sad sack Steve song. Yeah. I mean, speaking but, of the beginning of the song, it's mixed out of You Fucked Yourself, which I love when bands do that. They mix songs out of other songs. Like, that's cool. Um, I don't... I wonder if this is something that he actually heard. Um, I don't know. I, I like the diegesis of, like, the out of, out of whack instruments reflecting mm-hmm. the mental state near the middle of that one. I thought that was cool. Um, should we move on to a failure? Yeah. Okay. This is so sad. Like, I do, this one's Bossa Nova-y. I felt like he turned on, like, a Casio keyboard to, like, the samba beat. <laughs> yeah. And then wrote a song. It's like, yeah. you know, like you used to do when you were, like, just fucking around on the piano, like, sure. boom, boop, boop, boom, 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 yeah. boom. Like, we did literally, like, a day ago on, on the, Songcat or the, whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, the, the kitty keyboard or whatever it yeah. is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, this one is interesting. It reminded me of Conventioneers. Um, and I think not just the beat, but also it's about cheating, mm-hmm. right? Did it's I about a bad it? relationship. I think they cheat at least once during it, but yeah, like, yeah you know, um, I don't know. It's, it's a nice gentle horns in it, but, uh, yeah, I, I liked, he went, he went real like, uh, fucking, what is it? Basso profundo <laughs> on the, like, uh, yeah. everything yeah. was wrong. <laughs> like, he gets real down there. The sexy, uh, French spoken word breakdown I thought was neat. He's trying interesting shit that I literally cannot ever imagine BNL trying. Um, they just don't have the chops anymore. Bag of bones, anyone? I cannot imagine Ed Robertson trying. Okay, Sorry, fair enough. Fair my. enough. And that's why we need to review more Kev Hearn albums because I'm curious what sort of shit he does when left to his own devices. Cloud Maintenance was fun. It was fine. Yeah, thought that was a good album. It was fine. It was fine. We were on a break. Um, whistling through the dark. It reminded me of a. Uh, uh, Therapy Giants had a song called "Whistling in the Dark." Oh. Um, this has nothing to do with that. It couldn't be more different. In yeah, fact, this one's this one like is about like swallowing your ambitions and just taking like being part of a shitty life. Like, yeah, just like, living in your Vegas. Oh, whistling in the dark is bad luck, right? Oh, You're I not don't supposed know. Supposed to whistle in the dark, or maybe it's whistling by a graveyard. Um, oh. 
Yeah, this this one was about uh, yeah, just just settling in. This one felt like a song from a musical. Yes. Oh my God, that's exactly what this is. Yeah. It totally makes sense that Steve wrote a musical because this <laughs> it feels like he's got the chops. This is his, not mm-hmm. his I want song. Maybe it is an I want song. I just want to be happy in my mediocre life yeah. as a Vegas lounge singer. That's great. Yeah, it's it's a, a interesting tune. Again, don't know if it's my favorite on the album, um, but an interesting tune. Uh, and then we ended off with "Looking for the Light," which feels like a credit song. Yeah, it's like a slow jam with a you know keep keep your chin up, dude. Yeah, life's gonna throw you lemons. You gotta set them on fire. Very little pretense to it. Yeah. I would say as opposed to the majority of this album. It's like a it's a nice palate cleanser after after he, after he feeds you so much shit. It is. This is like a twelve course meal, and he knew how to sequence it. Mm-hmm. He knew that you needed that little mint at the end to set on your tongue. <laughs> to, you know, there's they, no new candy. Things aren't so bad. Things aren't going to be okay in the end. This kind of reminded me of a Kev tune, and it's kind of uh, forthright simplicity, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I mean, yes. Okay. Where, but whereas, like, Kev brings a certain innocence to it, because you, you feel like, if Kev were singing this, I would believe that he believed this. You don't... Whereas Steve, I feel like he's singing this because he feels like he has to. Uh-huh. And I don't think he believes what he's saying. You think he has to? I think that he wants to end it on the upper, uh, like a light note, like to show that you know, because this is heal thyself, and you know, he wants to. I think he's aware of how shitty he like portrays himself in songs, and uh, you know how much uh, self, you know, deprecation and things like that, and that's right. fine. But you know, I think that he wanted a something a lighter ending. Hmm. Interesting. I could see that. Yeah. Okay. When you look, <laughs> what are you looking about? <laughs> Well, let's let's get down to it then. This versus fake nudes. Fake nudes. Unreal. You see, I'm driving around town <laughs> with the album I love, and I'm like, it's fake nudes. Yuck. Boo. Fake and you too. Yuck. This album was so much more interesting. Agree or disagree? It was more musically varied. It had more things that I liked as parts. Okay. But together, I like fake nudes better. If I had to like, if it were like, let's throw in an album. Your choices are Heal Thyself Part 2 or Fake Nudes. I'm going to pick Fake Nudes. You would pick seven pop songs Hmm. rather than, I mean. I like music. It goes down easier. Yeah. It probably goes down easier. This one is definitely more challenging because we're Mm -hmm. changing musical styles the whole time. And yeah, it's true. You're you're a simple here it comes. Here it comes. As soon as you, as soon as you started spiraling, <laughs> like I could see you, see you working up to this. <laughs> yeah, it would be no, an album this, wrap up if you didn't. This just actually like, makes sense to me. Now that I'm thinking about this it, this is where we're looking for. Now we're in the. Now we're in the. Now cue, we're looking for the. Now light. we're in the Q zone. <laughs> looking for the dark. Um, where does it fall on the pantheon of uh, Stefan Page? Would you say? Um, which means that we've had. You probably don't even remember. Exactly. But, okay. <laughs> Page one, heal thyself one, and uh, heal thyself two. I'd say probably my favorite <laughs> you th- of yeah. the three. Yeah, absolutely my favorite of the three. Because um, I, I, I wasn't huge on... Uh, on fi- I think I may have even chosen Grinning Streak over uh, heal thyself one. But wait, did I say the opposite earlier? I think I may have. <laughs> <laughs> You're a simple man, Saker. <laughs> yes, simple, with simple needs. 100% I am. Um, but yeah, this album is... Uh, is is fucking wall to wall bangers <laughs> bangers wall to wall you're giving me a is look is it because i i feel like you've you didn't like at least 3 songs that we literally just talked about not th- i said that they may have been saggy but i think even the saggy shit on here the stuff that is mildly uninteresting is still 
I don't want to say leagues above the best song on fake nudes because there are some great songs on fake nudes. Yeah. yeah but I think are. it outclasses it. You're right. Maybe it's not wall-to-wall bangers. You do what you want, man. Maybe it's a room of bangers, but there's also holes in the floor that go down to the basement <laughs> that you have to avoid. So you can't go wall-to-wall. And I mean, you got to watch out for those bangers, too, because yeah. they're coming for you. That's what they call it when you hit your head on the basement floor. That's a banger. Um, it's like a key party, but there's holes that take you down to the basement. Because <laughs> they're all bangers in there. Everyone's getting banged. Oh, nice. Oh, so you A bunch of bangers to... in there, but there's also the sex dungeon that yeah. you don't want to fall into because there's there's a banger down there, too. You have to grab a partner and jump through the floor Yes, <laughs> in order to go to the sex dungeon basement. Uh, Ebo, I don't think we have another Stephen Page album to look forward to for many years. Because he's very... I mean, fuck you. whoops. <laughs> <laughs> he's in so deep in his, uh, in his musical and his other life. I don't know. Yeah. And I don't want to review that. I do. Desperately. I want them to come up with a soundtrack for it. That, that song about the Vegas Lounge singer was so good. Oh, sure. You're done with isn't this his, episode. Isn't his musical like Hall and Oates? Yeah, because we have to do a whole other episode. All right, let's do another episode. All right. You guys ready for another episode? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Strip Down. Uh, do you have anything to plug? <sighs> microphones. <Try laughs> do I have anything to plug? Microphones. Great. I'm Saker. We wouldn't be able to bring this to you without microphones. I'll see you again in one week. We've already been here for an hour and 40 minutes. <laughs>